2, The Power of More from Brockmeier and Zalo. Innovation Thinking Today's episode is about the tokenization of the world. We are happy that we could win Mru Patel, the chairman and co-founder at mytokenize.capital, to this episode. Before we get our guest into the conversation, I would like to introduce the co-host from the podcast, Dieter Brockmeier, the innovation expert at the Diplomatic World Institute. Hello, Dieter. How are you today? Oh, absolutely great. And it's an absolute pleasure to, uh, that we will have Mru in this episode. I met him a few years uh, ago, and he already then was a very popular person, award-winning and uh, famous author. And he's just a very good communicator. And so we followed a little bit. And yeah, it's, it's amazing what he did in the short years and how early and fast he was with adapting to the blockchain um, and um, creating products out of it. So I'm really, um, I'm, I'm really interested in finding out more and, how, um, and what it will mean to the world and for himself, of course. Cool. So, hello, Mru. Mru, thank you for joining us today. How are you doing? Hey, Christian. All great. Thank you for having me here. Thank you, Dieter. Yes, we do know each other for many years, bumping into each other in all sorts of places. I can't even remember. London, Dubai, Malta, wherever. <laughs> well, it, it, it sounds very uh, <laughs> cosmopolitan. <laughs> okay. So, Mru, you are tokenizing the finance industry across all sectors. Um, how can we understand this? Well, I'm actually doing something extremely radical, which is more than tokenizing finance industry. Uh, my, my tokenized capital is all about changing the world and really disrupting the, the thing that everyone's got used to, that the tech world is making money out of us, the people. And it starts right from my days at uh, Sun Microsystems when we started the whole dot-com and the Java movement, uh, well before Google was there, well before Facebook was there, et cetera. You know, so for those of you who can remember with Netscape in the early days, it's yeah, well. Yeah, can, I can. Yeah, so it's all well before those days when we started that. And the whole intention when we did that, uh, the vision was to make the network was the computer and get everybody connected for the good of society. Unfortunately, what I see over the last five, 10 years is Google, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, you name it. And sorry to call them out because a lot of my ex-colleagues, ex-bosses are over there. What's happening is us, the people who look at any form of content, news, posts, pictures, videos, the consumer gets zero out of consuming. The people who post pictures on Facebook, YouTube, get zero for posting things. The ads that get placed for people to watch, us, the consumer, we get zero from it. And the people who posting the content where the ads are placed in certain channels, you get a very minute share of revenue from the ads. However, these companies become $1 trillion. So my mission and goal in life is to change that model. Yes, I will make a lot of enemies. So my model is giving 80% of all of that out back to the community and the ecosystem. 
So if someone watches an ad or gets an ad on their thing, even the consumer gets it, the person who posts the content gets a share, the journalist who writes, right down to the liking and commenting and sharing of the post, all that is tokenized. So that's what my tokenized capital is all about. We've tokenized everything and given people the, the strength to be the coin. That's our uh, motto. Sounds so good. Sounds good. So can you give us an example that we can imagine this a little bit better? Yeah, sure. So if, if say, um, uh, you know, I mean, I speak at uh, numerous events. Uh, uh, I know lots of people who are artists, musicians, etc. They post things uh, on uh, the big craze just now is NFTs on various NFT sites. Okay. So whether it's super rare, rareable, nifty gateway, open sea, you name it. Uh, you know, there's no one platform that uh, does the whole thing what I'm talking about. So if you want to mint something, you go somewhere, you know, sell it, go something, nine times out of 10, you don't know who your actual buyer is, and you certainly don't know who your fans are, so you can't get reciprocal business, all right? Our platform creates that whole ecosystem community to do exactly that, where everything is shared with everybody involved in that community. Okay, so NFTs, you're meaning the non-fungible tokens. Yes, but I, I don't like the word. Uh, we tokenize virtually anything that's an asset, okay? So we tokenize it, we shard it, we mint it, we sh even uh, next versions, we're doing renting and sharing of this as well. Well, I have to ask you another for another example. <laughs> <laughs> so, so if you think about uh, museums, for example, uh, museums have... 80 to 90% of art, which is sitting around in very expensive storages and vaults and things like that. Why not digitize it? So it's expensive. No one generally can buy these pieces. However, if you break it into smaller pieces, which is called sharding, uh, then there will be an appetite for people to buy it. So someone can say, you know what? I own a piece of that. Maybe it's 100 pieces, but you can shard it and you have a piece. But the more uh, applicable example for that, uh, Christian, is uh, just renting it. So all the offices, art galleries, schools, education places, all these people who generally don't have access to even see it, but they have wall space that wouldn't mind putting some of these pieces on their wall. So all you need is a screen and it's constantly posting. If you have a number of them, multiple pieces of these art. And nowadays you even get screens that look like frames so they can say, we own this or we are renting this from XYZ museum. Do you understand? So now they've got a revenue generation and COVID is a big test where people have stopped going to these to now give them additional revenue for sharing their pieces of art. And our model even gives it to the creator. So even the creator gets money from that renting model. Well, that's very interesting, but uh, you seem to, for the time being, you seem to have a stronger focus on the finance industry, or did I get- I have wrong? both, it's both. So if you think what's behind this, um, then all those people need some form of a wallet, Okay, they need to transact in some coin. And all those people need to do exchange 
of some sort because it's a global initiative. And all those people will need some form of a banking scenario because they need to store their cash, be it digital or uh, fiat. So the whole fintech space comes into here and the whole DeFi space comes into here. So that's what we are integrating now with this. Uh, and so my background that? is that as well. We've done, I've done a couple of, uh, you know, neo banks and exchange kinds of products already. So I'm bringing both these worlds together to the masses. Uh, so you are one of the active disruptors of uh, traditional banking. What does it mean to banks and how, are they still <laughs> able to survive? And yeah, how do they have to position in the future to uh, fit uh, the, the, the future model? Yeah, you see, a uh, uh, very good question, you know, and I've been saying it for the last five years. In fact, I remember five years ago, I spoke at an event in UK, uh, uh, some World Blockchain Summit uh, over there. That's and where we met. Is that where we met? Yeah. <laughs> All right, there you go. <laughs> Actually, you're right. That's where we met, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, in the VIP area. So, uh, you know, even then I said 50% of the retail banks, as we know it, will disappear And lo and behold, look, already so many of them are closing everywhere we, we go, right? And uh, I had quite a few uh, bankers who were in the audience, Dieter, at that event as well, come and say, nah, nah, this will never happen. You are just a troublemaker and you're a disruptor and you're bringing up bad news. I said, trust me, this will happen. You guys are not really uh, listening and Uh, believe me, if you have that attitude, you will die because you have to be agile and you guys in the big banks are not agile enough and you don't listen to the clients enough to see how quickly they want their money, how quickly they want their transfers, how small the transfer fee should be, why are they not making more money on you guys sitting on the money, etc. Two years on, just before COVID, again, after having done one exchange and one uh, uh, wallet and a fintech product, the world with DeFi started. So most DeFi products give you more than at least three times than what the bank gives you for just leaving the money there. Even if you're doing a simple yield or a stake product, you will get more than any bank, certainly that I know, all right? Then you have the banking. So the traditional SWIFT model, which is decades old, will be disrupted and it's already being disrupted. That's why you've got all these big battles happening with XRP just now, where they've gone in and signed so many companies and banks trying to do cross-border transactions. <laughs> and that's why the SEC is all over them, because my view is there's a huge um, uh, sorry to say it, cartel types of organizations. Um, and, and I'm not shy of saying it because what's happening is all of these people are affected, be it the treasury, the central banks, be it the banking people, being right down to the people who print paper money like the Delarus of the world, okay? So this whole group are there to protect them and their jobs and their futures and what have you. So... In that process, 
they create the FUD to say, oh yeah, cryptocurrency is not eco enough. Well, if you look at that whole process and see what's involved in big tower buildings that all the banks generally have, central banks have, reserves have, treasuries have, printing machines, and then the distribution of physical fiat as well, that people have to pick in, pick out, take it from a bank, Securica, G4s, all that, I mean, this is a lot of energy. So when you add the whole thing up, it's scary. And that eco thing, what they also try and uh, say, for want of better words, to, to discourage people from entering the digital uh, uh, coin market is not true because yes, Bitcoin is uh, quite hungry on, uh, on energy, but the rest of the coins are not. And XRP is certainly not, right? And even if it was, it would be fantastic. The main point people want is immediately within seconds, their money goes. So now people are doing faster payments in some parts of the world, but it should cost a fraction, like 0.004 cents is what XRP do. Okay. And that's what so, new banks are doing. In the, in the beginning, we mentioned the uh, platform you developing. You are developing my tokenized.capital. What is the what is the special, the unique selling propositions, the purpose of your platform? Well, it, it's obvious. If if the community, us, we are all consumers of all these social media platforms. Okay, we don't make anything. We are the people who make famous people more famous. Now, imagine okay. countries like Africa, India, etc., which I can relate to because I was born there <laughs> of Indian origin, but born in Africa. The people who do the likes, comments, they get nothing for it whilst the celebs are becoming more famous. So even at that level, even if they get $1, they can eat. Okay. Number two. Any consumer, any journalist, any podcaster who puts their content out there now and it gets tokenized, you make something on it based on how it viral it goes. So your podcast, for example, that gets tokenized. I send it out. I get something. Anyone who puts a like or a comment on it, they get something. Anyone who puts ads on it, yeah, the okay. ad supplier revenue gets shared with me the likes and the comment people yourself and everyone so the okay. whole model perfect perfect is totally how, disrupted. sounds very good but how the next question for me is then how do Dieter and i become a member of your platform that we can join to all these nice uh, advantages? <laughs> so just wait for six months that's all i'm gonna say because <laughs> oh. i want to go i want to go out big bang i don't want to go out with the version i've got just now that Dieter. Uh, saw me talking about in Dubai where we got an award. Uh, I want to go out big bang because I'm 100% sure all these people will be gunning for me. All these people will be gunning for me because, uh, and I'm not shy, I've been on stage fighting against the Bulmers of the world when I got them to change their licensing model in the 1990s. And I'm sure this will erupt because imagine the world... Uh, uh, where they even give out 20, 30% of their profit or revenues out with the community that makes them big. The world will be a better place, right? And my mission in life is to make a difference to 1 billion people's lives. That's all. And this is the vehicle to do it. Now, if Facebook, Google, Instagram, YouTube, all these people start using even a portion of this, 
I've made an impact on the world. That's how I see it. Well, the only question I have, we, we know how cycles are running and development cycles. Uh, we all are grown up uh, with the internet and uh, have been early part of it. And we knew how long it took for uh, things to standardize. You, uh, you mentioned Netscape, Gun, Yahoo, well, still there, but mostly Gun, uh, and uh, so are others. And uh, that's very often the, uh, the fate of early birds. And when we're looking to NFT, that's just another proprietary uh, system that's, not, it's, that's hyped at the moment, but I'm sure there will be others. So are you not still a little bit too early uh, to um, really to commercialize <laughs> all this? You're very right. It's exactly why I said, when you said, uh, when can we get involved? That's why I said, wait for six months. The timing is not right. I started this journey four years ago, tokenizing of any asset and making it into a social media type of an approach rather than uh, an exchange and a wallet type of an approach, right? Which anybody can sell, which the typical, uh, you know, it's like an eBay scenario and a marketplace scenario, which is what's available today. I wanted it much more uh, financially and socially inclusive to the masses. So yes, I am early. And that's the reason why I said, I'm going to put, a lot more into it whereby it becomes almost a no-brainer for people not to join. So if you're an A-lister celebrity and you have a Facebook page, Instagram page, whatever, they get nothing for it. They move their stuff across. I've given them a revenue stream for even a picture of them sitting on the beach with a cocktail in their hand. Someone somewhere will buy it. Someone somewhere will like it. Someone somewhere will share it. Someone somewhere will comment on it. And by the way, charities even get money for it. It's 5% goes to charity. So it is good for the ecosystem. It's good for human sustainability. And I'm 100% sure, as I've already tested out with some celebs, they love the idea because they like to give to charity, but this way they're doing it through their brand brand photographs, brand video clips, brand whatever, music, brand art, whatever they are doing. So everything can be tokenized like that. Okay, so and how, how do you make sure that uh, these celebrities are using your platform and not sticking to the channels they know, like Instagram, Facebook, whatever, uh, name yeah. it? So, so what will happen is, uh, and this I'm visualizing, okay, because... On those platforms, they don't get anything, but they've got volume. The minute they realize, and a lot of them have already realized, and a lot of them have started selling some of their so-called content on these NFT types of platforms, okay? So they're beginning to get the juice and meat of, uh, of additional revenue streams, for want of better words, right? So if they just... And we'll connect them up to some of these uh, social medias as well. If we just transfer, upload it onto our channel and create that for them and then give their fan base an alternative way to follow them, but the fan base also earns. Why wouldn't the celebrity want to do that? Why wouldn't the celebrity want additional revenue whilst even connecting to their fan base, making them even more viral? because likes, shares, comments makes it viral and everybody in the ecosystem earns. In which 
jurisdiction will your platform be based? Where in the world will it be located? <laughs> That's the beauty of decentralization. It doesn't matter. We have a Wyoming company for obvious crypto-based uh, jurisdictions. We have a Dubai-based company as well for doing any uh, media and all of that, which is only uh, friendly for fiat. And currently, I'm in talks with people uh, over here who are beginning to put crypto-based regulations to take crypto uh, currencies. But I have a license in Estonia already for fiat and crypto exchange and, and a wallet, so that's not an issue. So it's just a question of uh, which jurisdiction, where, and all that. So yes, everyone will be gunning for me. Okay. Can everybody be a contributor on your platform? Anybody, anybody. So my whole mission is anybody can be the coin. You know, even if you're, uh, uh, so I did a thing uh, about a month ago uh, showcasing African talents, okay? So these were small musicians, artists, photographers, things like that. And uh, they started the journey and going even bigger. So soon they will transition. So it could be literally anybody, you the podcaster, you know, um, uh, your revenue stream through doing podcasts might be very, very small. So doing a podcasting over here where people pay to listen to it as a model, so you could have a sharding model, or people say, you know what, that is so unique. You might say, I want to make the whole podcast into an NFT, and I want to split it into 100 pieces and see who buys it. It's a piece of history, right? So the two obvious people who would buy it would be, uh, you know, the, the the speaker and yourselves. But then it could be friends, relatives, and just general collectors. Or you say, you know what? I'll just do a rental model and uh, collect a slice, even if it's one dollar per listen, and have that model. You know what I mean? A rental model. So those who want to listen just pay a dollar or something like that, and you have another the stream. Then you say, hang on, if I'm going to put it on a channel where someone can uh, place ads, which we would do, then the ad revenues on that also get shared. Does it make sense? Absolutely. Yeah. And how, how, do you, how do you make sure that your platform is not supporting any copyright violations, as an example? Okay, so first and foremost, whoever is the source or the creator has to take that risk. Okay, so if you post the a podcast onto the channel, onto the platform, you have to take ownership that it is uh, your content, for one of better words, and you haven't stolen it or doctored it or whatever from somewhere else. So you, the creator, has to uh, take that ownership uh, for it. Number two, uh, pieces of art or whatever, whoever posts it has to take, again, responsibility for doing it. Should there be any violations, then that person is liable, okay, if there's money is connected. But everyone posting things in there will have full KYCs, AMLs, proof of addresses, and all of those usual things that all platforms uh, that are open like this with financial implications do. We will be doing all of that. In fact, that all those modules exist. Then there is the uh, community rewards protocol, Uh, and the active interaction protocol. Both of these uh, and the smart contracts that go with it uh, using AI technologies are already developed. So we've already got that. So no one can do this likes and comments 50 times on the same thing to try and earn unfair money. 
so it's detected one off and they, they that's it okay um and finally uh, so these are all the cheat places yeah uh, the other places people want to scam is they might take a copy of it and uh put it on another platform again it won't be able to copy no one can take screen uh, prints or copies or uh, downloads and all those functions don't work on it yeah so no one can uh, copy things from our platform like that but you know what it's like hackers are hackers they will find ways of doing it and we've just got to be uh, vigilant daily to make sure nobody uh, takes copyright information off from the platform as well yeah well, peter let's move to something something else in dubai at the aibc you partnered with nasdaq and of course it was a shining brand you that supported your presence there was it a, only a one-time partnership or is that something you continue to grow and uh, what's the purpose behind it so the purpose there was uh, the world's first tokenized stand so when people go Uh, to exhibitions and conferences, they end up going away uh, maybe with a handful of cars that they'll never use again, or maybe 10% used and rest is thrown away. And uh, sponsors, they don't like it when they're stuck in one corner, when there's no traffic or uh, sponsors who um, generally don't walk back with any form of collateral after an event and say, where did I spend my 30,000 or 50,000 or 10,000 or whatever it is, okay? And we had all this nightmare trying to build a stand and work with organizers and electricians and builders and blah, 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 and printers and, and, and that headache of doing it. So the idea was do a non-profit stand where everyone gets a little booth area, Everyone gets a share of a lounge area with sitting and talking and meeting area. Everyone gets an area to get photo shoots and everyone gets interview area outside as well as interview area inside. The interview area inside, I, I flew in my NASDAQ partner there, uh, Jane King. And the idea was any sponsor over there would also walk away with a three to five or 15 minute uh, interview, which is uh, branded and collateralized. Of course, we post it, but they can use it on their website, their social media channel, and gives them branding as well. And then the best of the best gets some airing on uh, various uh, news channel people, and they pick it up. And uh, the future of that is putting a new to the street on the block show where we will be doing the next version of that, It's a show that runs on uh, Bloomberg, NASDAQ, Newsmax, and Fox Business. So that's the next level of partnership that's going to happen. That sounds great. So, well, okay, I, you just said we have to wait for the next six months for, to find out more. But um, if you want to unfold your full vision, let's say where you want to be in two years or in five years, um, what is the, the, the vision you... Uh, envision for yourself uh, in uh, this period? Yeah, interesting question. My vision would be first, there would be a billion users in five years where everyone is part of an ecosystem and getting their fair share for anything from consuming content through to placing content on the platform, okay? It could be anyone. So if you're a small person, 
uh, who doesn't have any contact, but you're a consumer, you at least get money to eat. If you're a, a low-end consumer or a creator where you're just doing like what you do on Facebook, YouTube, whatever, and posting the odd photograph or the odd video or something, but you have a huge following, friends, family, whatever, even if it's four or 5,000, someone buys, someone rents, they are making revenue from it. If you're a medium person, the numbers go up. And if you're a high-end, the numbers go up. So with all that revenue, in a ubiquitous uh, banking integrated solution, um, I see that there will be a lot of people who will have additional sources of income, whether it's a low level to eat or a medium level to uh, help improve their lifestyle or a higher level to not only improve their lifestyle, but to see that they have grown their community and fan base in a fair manner rather than a greedy capitalistic manner. And in the same token, helping lots of charities um, where, uh, you know, anything from social housing to eating to agro agriculture, um, you know, uh, orphanages, these are some of the projects we are uh, close to, uh, to make a difference in as well. So that's where I see it going. And, Hopefully, in five years, if Google, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, all these guys even contribute 10% to combat this, I think it's a good start. Well, though, maybe we talk to the new Facebook or to the new Google. Uh, <laughs> I only can wish you good luck. It's very ambitious. And... Uh, we will see where it goes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, I yeah. Uh, my whole thing in life from .com, pre.com is if you don't do something very ambitious, okay, you might not do it, but someone somewhere will say, hang on, that is so huge. Why don't we do it? Or the existing players get disrupted to an extent where they said, shit, if we don't do it, someone else will eat our lunch. <laughs> that was Nru Patel, the chairman and co-founder of My Tokenized Capital. This platform will be ready very soon, maybe in six months. We keep our fingers crossed and we will continue to follow the development of the platform. Thank you, Nru. Thank you. Thank you, guys. You know. Two, the power of more. From Brockmeier and Zalo. Innovation thinking.